Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory forever. the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I would be remiss this evening without saying a word about St. Anthony the Great, as he is one of the father of the fathers, as we would also call St. Gregory of Nyssa from this last Sunday. But he's a father of fathers in a bit of a different way than Gregory was. For St. Anthony is a father of fathers because he is one of the beginning shining lights of Christian monasticism. Uh, it's debatable whether he was the first, but he is one of the great shining lights uh, in the communities of those who fled to the deserts there in Egypt. And it wasn't just in Egypt, but this happened throughout the Mediterranean. This was in Palestine. They built great, huge lavras, gatherings of uh, monks and nuns. And it's even uh, the life of St. Anthony that St. Athanasius the Great uh, wrote was so popular, this was kind of like the hot reading at the time, uh, that it is what St. Augustine actually read uh, over in North Africa that inspired him to start living a more ascetical life, uh, even to create a rule, because there's the rule of St. Augustine. Um, that was all because of the influence of St. Anthony. St. Anthony is, uh, well, I'll just, monasticism in general within the Orthodox Church uh, can be, unfortunately so, kind of a controversial topic. You might be scratching your head, Why, how in the world is monasticism controversial? Well, monasticism in, especially in North America, can be controversial because monasticism uh, is intense. If you read the life of St. Anthony, if you read uh, the lives of the Desert Fathers, if you were to read uh, some of the works of these fathers, uh, and even mothers of the faith, you will discover a depth, uh, a penetration, a gravitas uh, that is very challenging. For when Anthony, uh, as his life tells us, heard the word, he, he hears it and he does it. Uh, he goes out, sells everything he has, and he performs the gospel as he knows best. And monasticism, or those kind of things, uh, can be things that can be, because of the intensity, they can be things that can um, be controversial because they can sway. Either we'll take this without discernment, and the key word being discernment, and we'll talk about discernment in St. Anthony and his 38 sayings in just a moment, and we can run with it. It's like being uh, the Ethiopian eunuch in the chariot who's reading scripture, and he doesn't actually have Philip to come along, and he figures that he's going to baptize himself, or he's going to do something on his own. Uh, but the Lord provides for him Philip, who runs up to his chariots, you know, asks him, do you understand what you're reading? He says, how can I, unless someone helps me? So, Monasticism can be one of those lightning rod in the monastic literature where people can reject it. We don't need to read it, we don't need to deal with it because uh, we're laity. You can also go, uh, so that's one extreme, right? Either you don't know discernment and it's completely, we're going to try and apply it to our life as a layperson, or you can go to the other extreme, like this has nothing to do really with the core of the faith. This is something for those who are called to this, therefore it has nothing to do with me. Well, the church puts before us Anthony, 
for all of us to contemplate. And it's even in the sayings of St. Anthony. If you've never read the 38 sayings of St. Anthony, it is something that you should do uh, soon. I might even say tonight, you should Google 38 sayings of St. Anthony, or you should uh, have the 38 sayings of St. Anthony. If you don't have it, you can email me because I have it, and unfortunately I don't have a printout. I really don't like having a screen like this out, but here we are uh, looking at the 38 sayings of St. Anthony. Uh, and you can tell the importance of discernment for St. Anthony. So I'll give you an example. This is the third saying of St. Anthony. Someone asked Abba Anthony, sorry, the second saying of St. Anthony. When the same Anthony thought about the depth of the judgments of God, he asked, Lord, how is it that some die when they are young, while others drag on to extreme old age? Why are there those who are poor and those who are rich? Why do wicked men prosper? And why are the just in need? And he heard a voice answering him, Anthony, keep your attention on yourself. These things are according to the judgment of God, and it is not to your advantage to know anything about them. Isn't there something, I would say pious, righteous, to try and understand the depths and the judgments of God. And someone holy like Anthony, we have this in the literature, of those who have purified their hearts, they're even able to pierce, to be able to understand what is going to happen. God can give them the gift of foresight to be able to understand what the right word to say or what's going to happen to someone, and to say something to drive them to compunction, to repent, so that they can barely swerve away from the thing that might be before them in their path. But the answer from God, and this is distilled wisdom coming from St. Anthony, is while the world has all sorts of questions around it, things that we may think we have to know, and the world really wants us to try and think that we can know all sorts of things. In fact, I think that's the whole entire uh, uh, social media uh, money that's behind all advertising, all of it. They want you to know more, they want you to be feel good, etc, 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 etc. But what does God say to Anthony? Keep your attention on yourself. There was another saying, and this is again about discernment. This is the eighth saying of St. Anthony the Great. And Anthony said, Some have afflicted their bodies by asceticism. Asceticism, a good thing. Right? We all need to be fighting the passions of the flesh. We need to be, uh, as asceticism at its root, the athletic things that we are supposed to be acting on as spiritual warriors. But Anthony says, they've afflicted their bodies by asceticism, but they lack discernment. And so they are far from God. One of the keys throughout the desert father literature, especially St. Anthony, that is underlined again and again, pay attention to yourself, pay attention to what's going on around you, not for the sake of idle information, or so that you could understand the great depths of God, but so that you can turn to repentance. 
And when you are sincerely going after the spiritual life, you're going to need, again, like the Ethiopian eunuch in the chariot, you need a Philip. You need someone of community. You need a spiritual father, a priest, a confessor to help you to understand where it is that you're going. Because otherwise, you can be seem that you're doing the pious, the right thing, but lacking discernment, lacking wisdom, lacking insight from outside of yourself, you can actually drive yourself away far from God. And in fact, in that path where you think that you're heading towards God, it's actually kind of a U-turn and you're actually going as fast the other way, thinking that you're doing something when you're actually undermining your own walk. And I'll finish with the ninth saying of St. Anthony. Our life and our death is with our neighbor. If we gain our brother, we have gained God. But if we scandalize our brother, we have sinned against Christ. The spiritual life is fraught with challenges, with extremes, with um, the enticement to either, you know, pedal to the metal or to laxity. A laxity where we aren't actually doing anything. You should allow <coughs> any asceticism because, you know, that monastic stuff, that's for somebody else. But Anthony puts us in the right context to pay attention, pay attention to ourselves and our spiritual life, to ask for discernment and figure out with someone else outside of ourselves what it is for us to follow Jesus Christ, and to be always aware of what it's like for the life in Christ is not a solitary pursuit. It is also with the brethren, with the brothers and sisters in Christ, that if we scandalize and lose one of our brothers and sisters in Christ because of something we've done, it is something grievous. It's serious. And it's something that we need to wake up to so that in gaining our brother and sister, pulling them back from the edge, or if we need to, falling on our face and asking for forgiveness, that's what we need to do. And that is where God will be present. Not in the extremities of our own self uh, guided pursuit of God that may have icons and the prayer rope and reading some of the right books, but it's actually as foreign to orthodoxy as if you were reading uh, Roman Catholic or Protestant literature and thinking that you're being orthodox. So let us look to the example of St. Anthony to contemplate the wisdom that is found, especially in the sayings of St. Anthony, and ask for his prayers to help us to pursue Christ with integrity, with uh, the help of those who have been put to shepherd us, uh, for even, you know, I have to go to confession, I have to get help, I have to get discernment, because I can't be my own spiritual guide, can't be my own spiritual father. For as the fathers say outside of St. Anthony, those who think they can self-guide, they're deluded. So let us turn to Christ, let us turn to the church, uh, and let us find our life there in our brothers and sisters in Christ as well. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Tomorrow morning we'll have the Divine Liturgy.